This is the Six Man Show, an Orlando Magic podcast, with your hosts, Will Robles and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic basketball. Five fans, four fans. Go Magic. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back with the Six Man Show with your boys, Jonathan, and calling in remote, we have our boy, Will Robles, as always. What's going on, guys? Today is August 31st, 2019. It is approximately, actually it's exactly 1042 in the morning. We are recording this. Uh, you guys will hopefully be hearing this Monday. And with all of the uh, Dorian hurricane stuff that's going on, uh, especially to our listeners on the East Coast and in Central Florida, uh, hopefully, um, I think now they're saying that that storm is slowing down and we might not see it until like Tuesday or maybe Wednesday. But hopefully guys are uh, hearing this and, and you're safe, um, you know, wherever you're, you know, really listening to. Will, um, when there was, when it kind of, and, and they still don't really know where this storm is going, but when they thought it was just going to come straight across the state and hit us, did you, you know, do any hurricane prep, get all that stuff ready? No, we didn't do anything. Nothing at all? So you're just going to? Yeah, we didn't do anything because, like, to be honest, I don't think we really thought it was going to hit us um that bad if anything um because nobody nobody still knew wh- what the track was where it was going um but you know like when it gets closer and closer people start like going crazy and then we're like okay maybe we should start preparing a little bit more but we already had a lot of like water and stuff already so it wasn't much stuff that we needed to go to go buy you know right yeah i think carmen went to the store uh thursday night cause- She's super into meteorology. She listens to like weather podcasts and um, listens to like Mike's weather page on on Facebook and, and all that stuff. So she's like super into it. She doesn't like get excited for hurricanes, but like she, I don't know, it's just like her hobby. So she went to the store because she knew there was a chance it was coming to us. And the Publix uh, by us was already out of water, and gas stations around us have been out of gas. And now it's just like, well, this storm probably isn't going to come that close to us. And, um, so, you know, people kind of freak out for, for no reason, but it's always good to be prepared. So if you are in Orlando or on the East coast, if that storm is coming anywhere near you, if they say to evacuate, just, just get out of there. It is not worth it at all. We evacuated two years ago when Irma was supposed to hit right here in, uh, in the Tampa Bay area, our little neighborhood here, um, is in an evacuation zone. So we had it a little bit more inland to a, to a friend's house and, uh, Thankfully, by the time that storm got to us, it was only like a Category 1, and we just really caught like the very edge of it. But, yeah, man, this is – I hate hurricane season. It's just it's just terrible. But Magic fans, uh, stay safe out there. Just, um, yeah, let, let's all get through this thing. So you guys uh, might hear that my voice sounds a little bit, uh, I don't know, tired or, or whatever. Well, I got to be honest with you, man, and all my nerd friends out there will be might be able to relate to this. But uh, the World of Warcraft Classic came out, and I've been hitting it pretty hard. Yeah, man. How hard have you been hitting? <laughs> <laughs> I've been. I'm not gonna lie. I've been hitting it pretty hard. Um, <laughs> so Monday night when the game came out, me and a few of my buddies set up like a LAN party. I don't know if I posted that picture to, to Instagram or not. But so we logged in. You know, at six o'clock, we played probably until two thirty in the morning. Slept until six in the morning. Woke back up, 
played until like 11, went and got food, came back, played until 2.30. Everybody went back to their, you know, respective households, logged back on. I think I got back on at like 7 o'clock because there was like 8,000 people ahead of me to log into the server. Anybody that's familiar with World of Warcraft, there's only a certain amount of people allowed on each server at a time so the game doesn't break. So it's basically like, you know, you try to go, you know, onto a ride at Disney, there's so many people on the ride, you've got to wait your turn, you know, so yeah, I'd wait for 7,000 or 8,000 people, whatever, to go ahead of me, but yeah, I've just been, you know, killing it, like, I I literally woke up at 4 o'clock this morning to play World of Warcraft, and I'll be playing World of Warcraft as soon as this, as soon as this uh, call is over. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's crazy. Will, you're, you're like, kind of into, like, the fantasy stuff, like, I know you're into, like, Game of Thrones and stuff. I've tried to get you to play World of Warcraft for years, and have you ever even tried it? Oh, I I haven't tried it because I'm not big on computer games. I remember when we were little, you you were trying to get me on like RuneScape. Oh yeah, that, that, I yeah. tried that one, and I was like, I just can't do computer games. RuneScape was the truth. Yeah, while you know, World of Warcraft isn't a game that you can just like learn in two seconds. Yeah, no, it's it's a bit of a learning curve. Again, it's good, so. But yeah. I haven't been big on playing video games as is. Like I still, I have my PlayStation. I probably haven't touched in a while. It's a little dusty. You got to blow the the cobwebs off. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, but it, it is what it is, right? So speaking speaking of video games, and um, you know, Will and I talked for a couple minutes before this about what we were going to talk today, and it's just like, man, as far as the magic is concerned, there's really not all that much to talk about. But um, speaking of video games. So 2K released the uh, the dunk ratings of four individuals: Zion Williamson, Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell, and Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon received the lowest of the dunk ratings. I think Zion was like a 97. I swear, yeah, Zion was I think like a 97. I can pull it up on my phone here. I think Zach Levine was a, a 97 or a 96. Uh, Donovan Mitchell was like a 96, and then Aaron Gordon was like a 95. Uh, I, I can't, I can't find it right now, but it, it's something like that. I know that he had the lowest rating of the four of those guys, and I get the hype with Zion and you know Zach Levine and all that, but it's just, I don't know. We just, I, I don't even get mad anymore. I'm just really the last couple weeks, I've just decided I'm just going to completely ignore, you know any source of national media, whether that's ESPN or the ringer, unless they write something good about a shout out to uh, Jonathan Charks. He wrote a, a really um, favorable piece about the magic um, either last week or the week before. But if you haven't read that really, I encourage you to go read that. I don't feel like it's biased. He's not a magic fan he lives in Dallas. He's a Mavs fan, but I feel like it's, it's a very knowledgeable, educated piece about the current and future state of the Orlando Magic, so definitely go read that. But getting back to the 2K ratings and all that stuff, I've just accepted that nobody watches the games. Like, I feel like the national media probably watches the games of like eight to ten teams pretty religiously, and those ten teams they probably have a pretty good handle on. But outside of that, especially the small and mid market teams, um, it's there's just no point because they're they're trying to put out a product and. To the vast majority, I'm sure it looks fine. But to the teams that actually know their guys, it's honestly embarrassing. So I don't know what 2K is doing. They 
they just need to get a, a better handle on what is actually going on with these teams and, and with these players. But yeah, man, Dion, Zion has not made a single dunk in the NBA yet, and it already has a higher dunk rating than Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell, and Aaron Gordon. So that's so wild figure. because I, I I understand Zion is like an explosive player, but man, to to put him ahead of these guys that have been in the league for so long too now. Yeah, man. I mean, it's really just all hype at the end of the day. You know, what it, whatever is going to, you know, make them the most money. And, you know, I mean, I'm sure plenty of people are going to be playing as the Pelicans in 2K when you're playing online and all that stuff because they're going to be a good team. But people just want to play with Zion and, you know, all that kind of stuff. They want to dunk on people. They want to do all this crazy stuff. The other thing about 2K is like the last couple of years, I've, I've really kind of started to stray away from it. I just don't really like it feels like everything in the game, and I know you really haven't played video games, you know, recently, so I don't know how much you can really speak to this, but the last couple of years, it just seems like it's more and more being geared to, like, the, the my court aspect, and, like, either the my team's my court, or, like, the um, the blacktop, or whatever, whatever they're calling that now, um, where you take your my player and you, you know, essentially play pickup games with them online, which is, it's a cool concept, you know what I mean? But, so what they've started doing is they started to create, like, different archetypes for the type of player that you're building. So if it's, like, a three-point specialist or, like, a 3 and D guy or an athletic slasher, you know, a ball-dominant guard, a big man, you know, a a rebounding, you know, rim-protecting kind of guy. And then, you know, you get, like, different badges. So if, like, you're a, a three-pointer, you're going to want, like, the long-range badge or you're going to want, like, the three-point, uh, like, the corner badge. Different stuff like that to, you know, manipulate and tweak the way that your player performs in the game. But the issue that I have is that when you select these archetypes, it puts, like, um, attribute caps on other skills. So if you decide you want to be a three-point specialist, they're going to cap your dunk rating at like 76. So sure, you can step out and hit threes, but you're not, you know, you're not dunking on Rudy Gobert in the game. You know? And for the my park aspect of that, I kind of get that. So that pe- like there's very defined roles, people can decide, you know, the play style that they want and, you know, it it just it allows for, you know, more kind of uh like I guess flexibility is not really the word because you can't be that flexible as a player. You're kind of pushed into a box, but it it just sets up very specific roles for different people that want to have different play styles. My issue with that is I don't play that crap. I don't play the my park. I don't do all that stuff. I just I literally when I'm making my player, I want to make my player the greatest player of all time. That means I want to be able to shoot threes like Steph. I want to be able to dunk on people like LeBron. I want to block shots like Rudy Gobert. I want to steal like I'm John Stockton. I want to be able to pass like I'm Larry Bird or, you know, any of that stuff. That's the stuff that I used to love about, you know, my player was creating a guy and just turning him into a, you know, just a a complete robot. And you can't do that anymore. So um, I wish they would make some kind of mode that, you know, would really just allow you to kind of like an offline my player kind of thing where you can just do whatever you want. You don't have to set it up through the archetype, but um, I won't be buying 2K this year. I'm 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 just over it. Actually, the last couple of years. Oh no, go ahead. Sorry, I know I've been ranting. I I have 2K19. Um, I don't think I bought 2K18 or 17, and you know I just been getting kind of bored of the game because it's pretty much the you know there's not much they can do. Um, because basketball basketball both. I mean, it's the same thing over and over, and it's just like you're you're wasting sixty dollars for the same game you just had. It's just a little bit updated. So 
bought last year's, and I'm like, man, it's, they, they kind of changed up the controls a little bit, but like you said, it's just like, it's, it's not as good as it used to be. It's really, it's really not. Yeah, I don't think I'll be getting 2K, 2K20 either. The game that um, kind of surprised me a little bit was NBA Live because NBA Live went away for so long. You know, they I think they were going to make it in like 2012 or 2013 and they like shelved it for like, I don't know, three or four years because they just the product was not up to 2K. No, no. But I used to like growing up, I used to be a NBA Live person. You know that. Oh, yeah. I didn't start playing 2K until like 2K8 or 2K9. Up to that, it was NBA Live all the way. It might have been NBA Live 2008 or 2010 that they had, like, the slam dunk contest and stuff like that. Oh, well, they had that back in 2005, the one with uh, Carmelo on the cover. Was it the one with Car- I know there was... Yeah, they had the slam dunk contest. They had the three-point competition. I remember because in the three-point competition, Paige Stoyakovich was absolutely disgusting. Yeah, there's one though. I, I but the the NBA lives I used to just get them just for like the dunk contest. Um, yeah. And and I don't know what what they tried to switch it up. And I remember the the year that they 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 stopped making NBA lives and then they tried to to bring it back. They they tried to change the name. I forgot what they were they were changing the name to. But it was with like Kevin Durant on the cover and they just right. completely squatted. It was like yeah. Well the. The last couple of years, like I feel like that's a game that's actually getting better each year. Like certain mechanics of that game, because I actually bought it on the PlayStation Store because it was like five bucks or ten bucks or something like that, crazy. But some of the mechanics actually feel much more fluid and more realistic than, uh, you know, two K for instance. Like the shooting mechanics, I I don't feel like they they kind of nailed it down perfectly. But some of the shooting mechanics of NBA Live at times felt way more realistic, and just like the feel of like the ball, you know, going into it into the net, like just felt just way more realistic than um, 2K at times. Now, other times it felt absolutely terrible, but I do feel like you know NBA Live might be, you know, we always say they're a year away from being a year away. So be on the lookout for you know NBA Live in the future because. The better that NBA Live is, and even if you're not going to play NBA Live, if you can find NBA Live for like fifteen or twenty dollars, to me it's worth you know buying it and trying it out because the more money they make, even if even if two K, even if you're buying both of them, the more money that NBA Live makes, it's going to push two K to make a better game. So I would really like to see to to see that as well. Yeah. So um yeah there's really not a lot of you know magic news that's going on this week um as far as you know team USA you know FIBA the World Cup I think they're you know they're in the group stages right now and I believe their first game is tomorrow at 8:30 a.m. against the Czech Republic so um you guys will obviously be hearing this on Monday so that game will have already you know concluded uh, I'll be at church, so I won't be able to to watch that game live. But I might be able to catch the the fourth quarter or something like that uh, w- when I get home. But that'll be interesting. I'm excited to you know see you know just NBA players you know playing in the the FIBA tournament. But it doesn't feel you know like the last I would say like ten years of USA basketball where it just feels like we're the overwhelming favorites and we're just going to destroy everybody. I'm a little bit nervous. Well, how do you feel about the you know Team USA going into FIBA World Cup? Um, I'm a little nervous. I'm not too nervous because I know we still have the best players in the world. 
But it's not like we don't have those superstars like we used to in the past. Like, there's no LeBron. Um, there's no Prime Mellow. Steph's not playing. You know, all these, like, our superstars in the league, you know, they're they're not playing. Anthony Davis isn't in. Kevin Durant's not playing. Kyrie's not playing. Like, so we're kind of playing with – we're not playing with our A team, you know. Right. So it, it's tough. Like, and, and these other guys, too, like, these, these other uh, – countries have great players as well that we we might not know about you know spain's always good and, and stuff like that so you know i'm i'm nervous i i'm pretty you know i feel confident that we're gonna we're gonna win out but it, it's not the same like you said it's not the same as before where we used to have you know all of these top like our top players in our league playing um you know and competing it's just it's not the same and it's a lot of younger guys this year too so. Right, so we've got we've got the Czech Republic tomorrow at eight thirty. Then Tuesday um, at eight thirty, the USA takes on Turkey, and then on Thursday once again at eight thirty, USA takes on Japan. So definitely, obviously, expect you know the the USA team to make it out of the group stage. If not, that would just be a, a monumental failure and, and a huge embarrassment. But um, yeah, really, I mean, when you look at this roster, the best player on the roster is Kemba Walker. And, you know, not to take anything away from, from Kemba, but just not the, you know, not the star power that we're used to with this team. We're used to, like you said, the LeBron Jameses, the, the Kevin Durants. I mean, we're looking at Harrison Barnes, Jalen Brown, Joe Harris, Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton, Donovan Mitchell, Mason Plumley, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Miles Turner, Kemba Walker, and Derek Wright. None of those guys really jump out at you outside of maybe Kemba Walker, you know. Um, I am really interested. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I, I love Mitchell too, but it's just like it's not the same. I mean, who who? When would we ever say you know Brook Lopez, Team USA? Like, you know, it's kind of he's he's not one of those superstars that you'd be like, yeah, you know, I want him to defend our our, our championship, you know, our gold medal in USA Olympics, you know, it's, it's weird. Well, I am really excited to see, you know, Jason Tatum. He had that great rookie year, kind of took a step back last year. We'll see, you know, how he's kind of progressed in this tournament. Um, other guys like, you know, Derek Wright, you mentioned Donovan Mitchell. Um, with so many guys, you know, feel feeling like their teams have an opportunity to, you know, push for a title this year, that's really been the reason that a lot of these guys have, you know, dropped out. But, I have a lot of faith in the coaching staff. You got Greg Popovich, you know, Steve Kerr, Lloyd Pierce, you know, Jay Wright from Villanova. So um, have the utmost confidence in those guys and, you know, their ability to draw up a, a game plan and, you know, scout these other teams. But since, you know, the United States, I think was that 2004 or the 2008 Olympics, uh, whichever one was in Greece, um, where, you know, we came in third. Yeah, 2004. Yeah, where well, we came in third, we got the bronze medal in the Olympics. The U.S. you know men's team has put the emphasis on not just putting all this talent on a team. They're really trying to construct uh, the best team and, and making sure that they have guys that can do different things. So, uh, But be on the lookout for that. It's always fun to watch you know USA basketball. Just the fact that it's in China, the games are just so early, It's especially you know during the week. I think it's going to be hard for a lot of people 
to to really watch those games but that that really should be um you know a lot of fun so another thing that I want to bring up that um just you hear so many stories just about all this like these bad things happening you know all over the world you look on twitter or turn on the news at any given time you see tragedies and you know terrible things and and people doing terrible things to you know one another and it's really really sad but what I'm about to bring up um, really just just warmed my heart. So Will and I, when we first started talking about you know doing this podcast, we really like it's it's all about the fans. Will and I are fans. You know we're not expert you know analysts or anything like that. If you've listened to the show for any length of time, you know sometimes we we just don't know what we're talking about, but we're giving our opinion. You know, um, or we just forget. Like you know, it's so much information <laughs> we forget. So. Oh my gosh. That does happen. We're, we're we're guilty of that from uh, you know a, a time or two, but this whole thing that we're trying to do is about like the fans. You know, it's about trying to you know grow the community, trying to grow you know the Magic family. And and if you're on Twitter a lot and you follow other Magic fans from time to so- time, you'll see the hashtag you know Magic Fan because we we try to be a family the best that we can. People come from you know different backgrounds, different walks of life different, you know, political, you know, values, different religious views. But at the end of the day, the one thing that we all have in common is that we love this team, that we root this team on through thick and thin, especially a lot of the people that have been on Magic Twitter since like 2012, 2013, 2014. We've been through a lot of crappy seasons together. And we don't always just talk about the Magic, you know, we'll talk about movies, we'll talk about video games, we'll talk about all, you know, kinds of different topics and things like that but something happened you know within the last couple days that really puts an emphasis on magic fam so if you are heavily involved on twitter with the magic fam uh, you might be familiar with uh, phil harlow uk phil harlow he lives in the uk he's a magic fan he's part of the close-up magic team with uh, you know stephen cameron wyatt allen jonathan i want to say his last name is Oliveira. i might completely have screwed that up uh Luke Voigt I, Luke Voigt is a why did I say Luke Voigt Luke Voigt is a is a Yankees player but his na- his name is Luke I believe his last name starts with a V I apologize for screwing up your name and and saying that you play for the Yankees so I apologize but Phil um unfortunately posted a you know a GoFundMe campaign because his girlfriend's father has been diagnosed with terminal cancer which is a a terrible tragedy, you know, for anybody to go through. Um, we just, you know, hope that he's not in pain, you know, he's not suffering. So, uh, Phil, our prayers, you know, go out to you guys, you know, from the six man show and, and from the entire Orlando magic community. But so he posted, you know, this GoFundMe and, you know, people are making donations, which is just incredible to see, you know, the, the magic community come together and, and support one of our brothers. But then an individual, made a very generous donation. I'm not going to get into specifics because I just don't feel like the the amount is really the point. Um, but Nikola Vucevic, our all-star center, um, basically went into that, that GoFundMe campaign, and he they had a goal set. And Vuce, based off of you know the donations that were already there, he gave the rest of the donations to meet that goal. So... What that says about Vooch to me, like in his character, his, you know, generosity, what, you know, the way that he feels about this community, how he feels about the fans, 
how he feels about the fans supporting him and supporting this team, that just like speaks like volumes. Like that is such a, a great thing to see and it really just warms your heart, man. Like that was just so so great to see. And we also saw um, you know, Dante Marcatelli, um, you know, from Fox Sports Florida. He also made a very generous donation um as well. So if you guys, you know, can find it if your heart, if you can find it, you know, in your finances, we, you know, realize that times are tough. But if you could find um, you know, that GoFundMe campaign, we have retweeted it on our page. So if you could go, if you could, you know, find it to to donate, that would be awesome. But once again, Phil, uh we're all rooting for Steve, man. Um we're praying for you guys. If there's anything that the six man show uh can do to help, please just let us know. So um yeah, I just I love you guys. You know, Will and I, we love being a part of this community. We love your guys' feedback. Um, no other fan base, you know, that that I'd rather be a part of and that, you know, I'd want to call my own. I don't know about you, Will. Definitely, definitely same. Yeah, man. Well, my brother, I think uh I think that's about as good as note, you know, as any for us to to end on once again not too much going on in Orlando Magic news right now we've got I think another four weeks or so will we're in the the home stretch here until training camp starts so we just gotta we we gotta pull four more episodes out of our butt my man yeah it's coming up though season season's getting ready to start soon enough stick with us we'll do we'll do you know like a full season preview we'll try to you know set all of your expectations been kind of talking ourselves in circles the last couple weeks but uh with my sleep deprivation thanks to world of warcraft i got a little bit of coffee in me i'll try to get some sleep this weekend and uh yeah man go magic go magic fam we love you guys thank you guys for listening to the six man show this has been your boys jonathan and will we'll talk to you guys in the next one will one of these times you're gonna get this down my man we'll catch you guys next time Thanks for listening to The Six Man Show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. Please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It would really help us out a lot. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Six Man Show and like us on Facebook. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic!